If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com, that's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hello. Welcome to uh, Gadget Talk. I'll be playing the part of Derek Baker today. Please don't uh, pop tool questions onto me. And uh, hello, Chad. How are you doing? Good. How about you, John? I, I'm doing good. I just uh, got back from beautiful Lake Placid, New York, where the uh, Olympics took place in 32 and 80. And it was uh, I was up there for a technology conference, and it was so cool. Um, the keynote of the conference was actually Mike Ruzioni, who uh, was the captain of the 19 Olympic team, who actually scored the winning goal against the Russians on that one. So it was so cool to meet him, so cool to uh, catch up on that one, and uh, so cool to look at so many things technology-wise on that side. Oh, that's really cool. That's great. Yeah, so uh, so unfortunately, Derek couldn't join us tonight. There's a lot of storms going through. So Derek sent me a text while I was out on a walk and said, uh, would you mind jumping on with Chad? And I said, absolutely. That would be so cool to do on that side because I know I haven't been on Gadget Talk in a while. And um, I know last time I was on Chad, you, we were talking, I think, about the uh, Sasquatch monitoring station. And I'm hoping to get that out hopefully either this week or, or next week on that one. That'll be fun. I'd love to see that go live and see how uh, I want to make sure I follow that to see how the responses from people with their experiences. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. I, I can't tell you how many people have been asking me, when is that getting out? That looks so cool, you know, on that front. So so it's going to be an absolute blast to get that one out for sure. That's fun. Okay, well, shall we get into the show? Um, and then later on, we do have a clue for another key later on today. Absolutely. Correct. So, so Chad, what, what's uh, what's 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 today's show about? Um, uh, so today's show is uh, about making a numbers cache. Now, this is what I call making a numbers cache. Um, but what it is is solving a puzzle. So, um, to figure out the correct four-digit code to a lock, you can do three digits. However, you want to make this happen. Um, I made up a couple examples, but we'll just kind of start from the beginning and, and kind of show you how I come up with it. Now, there's, I'm sure, many ways to come up with a numbers cache or, you know, a numbers puzzle. Um, but this is the way I'm doing it. If you have your own opinion on how you would make yours or, you know, share it in the live chat and let us know what you think, you know, and it's something that we may incorporate on a different one. So to start out, um, on this, we have, I was trying to think, how do we come up with the four digit puzzle? Um, I was kind of thinking of a side of a birdhouse or top of that wooden ammo can that we, that we made several podcasts ago, uh, just to, you know, to kind of integrate that with our previous builds. This is something that you can make without any fancy tools. Uh, if you want, I use probably some fancier, I use some fancier tools than most people do. To make this but you don't have to have it and i'll show you how to do it without using fancy tools or tell you how to do this so the beginning the first thing i would do uh myself is and, and the way i came about it is i got a piece of wood and here we'll kind of go to the oh chat i think i may have muted you by accident on that one okay there we go so okay. um 
this is oh this blends in nicely with my <laughs> with my <laughs> table i didn't realize it would blend in so good um but uh let's see here let me do something yeah as chad's doing doing that um i want to thank everybody for for registering for cash fest on that one uh, GC9ZF, and if people haven't, please log your will attends for all the side events out there. There's a lot of really cool ones. I know uh, Donut Palooza is the first day, and uh, there's Escape Room Challenge. Some information went out today on that one on the Cash Fest uh, Memphis social media sites. But please log your will attends for that one and the Escape Room Challenge. It's going to be all brand new this year, too. That's great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, if you haven't logged your will attend, make sure you do that. Yeah, because certainly it's just uh, only a few weeks away on that front. And I know I, I'm really excited for Cash Fest. I know I had an absolute blast last year on that front. Now, something that I do when I'm making these is I like to use uh, cardboard um, because if you mess up on cardboard, you can grab more cardboard. It's cheap. I use a lot of Amazon. Uh, I get a lot of Amazon packages, so I use a lot of Amazon parts or box uh cardboard from the boxes so um but i started this template and this is what my template looks like here um out of cardboard uh and what i have here is three pegs and it doesn't look like it here but there's a difference in the distance between the holes uh and then where the number goes or where the hole would be and this is where we're going to find the number uh but yeah there's it's different sized from here to here is different than from here to here. Um, so anyways, here we go. So um, you could cut this out with a piece. You could trace this anywhere you want. Cut it out with a, with a pair of scissors. And then you could also just trace these holes here. Or, you know, cut some small holes. And you could use a drill bit to cut it in if you want. But this is my template to find my numbers. And I'll explain how all the holes will work here uh, in a minute. So... Then once I know where all my holes are, uh, let's see here. Okay, um, I'm going to figure out. So the way that this is going to work, maybe I should show you that real quick. Um, I don't really want to show you what I've completed, but uh, I'm going to want to put a whole bunch of numbers on this board here um, to have to find the puzzle so but this is the key and you can either make it if you want to make it harder you can have the key so they have to flip it to find it or leave it one way because if you notice the center here the circle is off from center so it will make a difference if you flip it but that's up to you i'm going to leave it one direction i believe on this one so uh anyways this is where i'm going to have my first number on here and so i'm going to i'm going to circle out these holes or, or check uh trace out these holes here and then here now depending on how you do this you could actually make all these marks and then and then drill your holes and sand it later and put your numbers in um you could put a little dot in the middle if you want for your number and is this the uh back side or the front side chad this is the front side this is what you're going to be seeing so this is actually the side that people will be solving um, or your exposed side for the puzzle on here. So um, let's see if I can bring my camera down just a little bit. It looks kind of far away. Sorry there. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better. Okay. Yes, you were doing that. It made me remember I once took a class from a professor who said he helped pioneer the use of shaky cam back in the oh. day to like you know simulate earthquakes and stuff like that you know we're on star trek when the ship got like you know hit with torpedoes or something oh fun yeah <laughs> I, i'm the master at making shaky cam my table <laughs> my table does that easily um so what i'm going to do here is put a dot here uh where i know my number will be you could draw your number in actually what i'll do is i'll make this a number so um I don't know what our code will be. Let's put a four here. Um, and then where do I want the next one? I'm going to say you're going to have to turn it and put it something like here. 
put a number in here or put in the and trace out these now what's going to go in these is some wood dowels and then uh let's say this is a six there's going to be my number there and i'm not too worried about the way it is i could probably actually with what i'm going to use i probably could trace this it's up to you you could use a sharpie to make this you could burn in a number um what i think my plan i'm going to do is is to use these dots and end up just putting them in the spot where the number is going to be so yeah when you're over the center of it you'll know what number it is hey chad when, when you're doing this i always kind of wondered to myself for gadget cash makers like yourself do you get locks with like a preset three digit number code or do you get like locks that basically have a a number code that you can then uh change to anything that you want on that side so i get locks that you can change the code to because um, I was just I thinking, then if you can change the code, if the lock breaks or if you have to cut it, then it's probably easier from a maintenance perspective, right? Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, and then I only carry one backup lock around with me. So if one goes bad on any of my caches, I don't have to have a specific lock. They're all programmable. Um, so this is what I use on most of mine. It's a master lock right here. And this one actually has numbers on it. And this one's set to lock. You take a look at it uh, oh, for the wow. code. But, uh, um, which I think I do have on one of my caches is the code to get in. But uh, uh, you, you, these come in numbers as well, uh, numerical ones. And so you have to put a key in here to actually change the lock code. Um, but then that way I can carry it with me. I think I actually carry two in my backpack for my maintenance. Uh, and then I just have to... Uh, put it in and make the new lock code and you know unfortunately i've had to cut several of them off because you know someone's tried to either vandalize it and maybe try and break into the lock and it bends the, the shackle oh or, was that the one where you, you showed me where you were cutting it with like a bench grinder and the sparks were shooting all over was it yeah was? yeah and that was actually a even heavier duty lock that was that was one of the, the our highest end security locks that they make. It took me literally. It took me like five minutes to cut through it with the with oh, the wow. cordless grinder, which is way longer than normally. I mean, I can cut through this in you know ten fifteen seconds with a cordless grinder. <laughs> so, but uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So, but that video is exactly what I was doing. Uh, but anyway, that's why I carry these. I recommend these highly uh on there and i don't know anything bad about them some people say that you could break you can you know if you feel the lock when you're doing the combination you could probably figure it out you know what if that's the way you want to get into a, the cash if you're that desperate to get into it oh well the point is to have fun and if you want to bypass the puzzle then that's up to you i don't know i've not been able to break into one of these by doing that absolutely yeah and engineer 42 said he likes those two with the key to change the lock yeah, so the finders can accidentally change the code like the ones that use the position of the halves to change the code. Yes, and that's, so exactly, that's a great point. That's exactly why I recommend these. And we've, Derek and I have gone over this in the past. I don't have one with me, um, but there's a key here that you have to have to put in there to change it. Um, but the other ones have a, the other lock types have a lock uh, on the front of them or on the, if you, if you look at the top of the shackle, it will have a, it will show to press down and it'll have a one and then an arrow and then a two. So you just got to push down the shackle and turn it and then let go and you can change the lock combination. Well, the chances of a geocache actually, geocacher accidentally doing that is pretty high because I've had it happen. Because oh, wow. if they're just undoing the lock and they push down and turn it, um, then it will, and then they mess with the, the, the keypad, it will actually change the lock. So. Um, yeah, that's why I recommend these, and that's exactly Engineer 42. That's exactly why I recommend those. Yeah, and Hugh McLeod's asking, what's the name of the lock, Chad? It's a master lock. Um, not sponsored, by the way, but uh, it's a master lock here. Uh, it's one of the rough series, and uh, this is a word combo, master lock combo lock. Um, this is a word one, but you can get them in letters and numbers and, you know, whatever you want to do. So... Um, it's good for weather. It's a number six on their scale of, I think, 10 or whatever. So, um, But again, 
this is going to secure a geocache just fine unless someone's really desperate to get into it then at some point it doesn't matter the lock you're going to use you know maybe them being able to break this or get into this lock easier will actually save my cache from someone destroying it trying to get into it so yeah good point um so here is going to be a four back to the the puzzle um but that's a great question appreciate it there engineer 42 um so here's a four here's a six so what i would do is take this off here and i think by putting the circle in there's better um let me do the six first and this is just this is just a guess this is nothing you can make these any way you want um so i'm going to put that six right over that that circle that i created there with my template if i put my template on there oops it's upside down there then that will get my six uh in there it's like that centered in there so um the lot the number is going to have to be centered and i put on my description of the cache that you have to have the number centered inside the template or the or what would you call this the uh uh key maybe so there's the the six and let's see i just circle out the four So now that's the four, and then maybe I'll go this way. So I could, if I want to, make them use this, uh, one of the other holes that was on here. Um, so maybe we'll do that on this one. And you can make this as long as you want. If you're doing a birdhouse, you have two sides. You could have uh, two digits on one side and two digits on the opposite side if you want. Um, it doesn't have to be straight up and down. I'm doing it straight. You can make it angled. It depends on the difficulty that you want. Maybe we will make this one angled, actually. But if you want, it depends on how difficult you want to make it for the finder. That's up to you. You could be really evil on this if you want, if you really, really want to. And then the next one, I won't have them use that. I think I'll go this we got to make sure when you're doing this that it, your next digit doesn't interrupt. So these are going to be dowels. You don't want it to interrupt with this sitting in place. Um, I actually have a second one here I made just out of wood. And maybe I'll just double check and make sure. How do I want to do that? Just right angle. Maybe I'll do something like this. Chad, could you move the camera down a little bit? Oh, uh, yes. Absolutely, yes. Okay. No, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, you know. Thank you so much. Um, so all I did was I lined this one here up so that I knew wherever I put dowels would not interfere with the key. This. There we go. So let's see if we're doing, we'll make it simple. We'll do it by twos. There's an eight. Now these numbers are uh, actually fairly, these are fairly inexpensive numbers. You can get them in white, you can get them in yellow, or even get them in red, any color you want. I bought these on Amazon a long time ago. So I don't know what the cost is now on them. Um, but I will see what I can find and post it, the link to it uh, on are, our site. And are these good to chat for like outdoor use? I mean, they don't really come off too easy or, or fade? Yeah, they're actually made for outside. They're a vinyl okay. number that's made for exterior use. Okay. So, but, you know, you don't have to use stickers. You could use a Sharpie. It doesn't have to be fancy at all. Um, but that's just me. Huh? It'd be hard for me not to do something kind of fancy, I guess. Um, so those are my puzzles. Everything's going to line up perfect. Well, it's going to be fairly easy for people to figure out what the code is going to be here. Um, so what we're going to do 
is just add another dowel here. Then I'll add one that sits here. You want to make sure whatever you do, you're not going to interfere with the key going in place. I'll add one there. Um, now I think I'll do one up here and probably something over here. Um, and so what this is doing is now you're filling in more spots. So the chances of them actually finding the right place to put this is going to be a lot tougher. Uh, so let's see if this is here. And this is sharing this. I learned that if you put them too close, then people already automatically know that it's too close for the key not to fit. I took this out to a, I had a, uh, an event, whatever the maker event thing is. I went out to one with some stuff and tested it with some cashers. Learned some, some things. So I'm going to put one here, put one down here. Probably here. And that should be fairly good. I, I think that's going to make it a little more difficult for people to find. Now what you have to do is add a lot more numbers to the area. So it's not so easy. You won't know what you're trying to find. So I will randomly place um, some numbers in here. And you can make it, you can add as many numbers, as many dowels, whatever you want to make it as hard as you want to for people to find. I was going to say, do you usually ever do like any different colors as well too? Any, any different like red herrings out there? You could. Easy. Um, I, I haven't, but I don't have one of these caches out live. So I only have, my pack only has one one through 50 on there. So I think normally I'd add some extras on there, but now what I would do next is, so what I use for the, <clears throat> for the puzzle is these dowels here. So these are quarter inch dowels that you can get at home Depot. It actually comes with a bit um, as well for, for drilling it out. And it's on my, my uh, drill press. Um, but this actually does also come with, uh, a couple parts to um, set your depth on the drill bit piece itself. Um, center, a stop collar, a collar for your drill bit um, with an Allen wrench and stuff. So what I would do now is take it out to the, to the uh, drill press or with my hand drill, drill out these holes here that we created. In here and then we will add dowels um, now because I'm not going to go over and spend time to go to drill this I'll just um, kind of show you what it looks like after I drill it and this is what I did and I made it a little bit different so there's more numbers but I'd go through and drill all the holes now this one I made on a laser cutter um, and so I did the numbers I laser engraved the numbers to, uh, to make it so all the holes but just to show you what I'm thinking here's all the holes that are drilled out and then what we're gonna do is take our dowel here we're gonna go ahead and what I would do is add some wood glue a little bit of wood glue to the dowel itself and then put it in place uh, so and then that will keep the dowel people from being able to remove the dowels I'd glue them in place. And as you can see, this has a lot more numbers, which makes it a lot more difficult. But I'm expecting it to take the puzzle to be about 10 minutes to figure it out is what my 
my thought is, and also from testing it, it's probably averaging about 10 minutes. Just out of curiosity, Chad, what, what would you rate the uh, difficulty for a puzzle like this? I'm not, so I'm terrible at rating difficulties, um, especially if I create it. But I would probably make it a, I don't know, 2.5 or is probably what I would think just because I don't think it's extremely difficult. It's time consuming. Um, but, you know, some other people think that gadgets and trying to figure this out is really difficult and it should be, you know, a lot higher in the rating. This. Yeah, I mean, that's one, and I know that's probably a topic for another show, just rating difficulty yeah. of gadget caches, you know, out yeah. there. So I went ahead, now that I know that this is going to work um, and everything, and you could also do this setup here if you want to on a piece of cardboard I did here, and you could lay this over. You could make your key and lay it over the wood and then put the holes in as well because you could use your dowels inside this just to whoops, just to double check I guess it doesn't work that good i thought the holes were tighter but just to double check uh your layout and making sure nothing is going to line up and then you have a key or you have a, a template to cut a next one for another cache or if something happens to your cache um you can cut you have everything to make it again fairly easy Mm -hmm. uh, but once you get that all done and you're all set up, I cut out of wood here uh, one of the keys as well. But what I really like to use, uh, because then you can kind of see where dowels are and everything, is uh, acrylic. And same thing, you would have to cut this. It's a little bit tougher to cut the acrylic, but you could definitely cut it on a saw and drill holes into it if you want to. But this allows you to actually kind of see where pegs are and how you're lining up. And it will speed up the it'll speed up the puzzle a little bit more. Um, so on this one here, when I'm going through it, because I have so many numbers, did I lose you? Oh no no, I'm here. Can you hear me? My screen went blank. Oh yeah. Okay, it's coming back up. Okay, so um, as we're going through, you'll see. So if you can clearly see, the five is in the center of the circle. Oh, and so nice. I've made these holes on here a little bit bigger so you have some play and it's not so hard to pull them on and off. Uh, and then with the dowel sticking out, it gives it a good area, especially if it's standing up, to be able to, to mess with it. Oops. To be able to put it on there. Oops. And it doesn't pull off easily. So, um, so you can go through here and find the puzzle. And I'm trying to remember what this is. So it was 5-1. And then you kind of got to work your way around. Now, with everything being not centered or not equal, it's tough to find where it would go. Up there. Yeah, that's cool. And really, uh, from that chat, I mean, you could really do any shape you wanted, right? So You could. In so fact, if somebody wanted to do like a really like thematic one, I mean, you could do a bat shape. You could do a ton of mm -hmm. others. Absolutely. Cool. So here's the, the, the third number of two. Yeah. And I kind of know where it's going to be. Now that one's not centered. Mm -hmm. But I my stake on this was is I think I made it so you had to flip it. There you go. So this I wouldn't do because I think it was my mistake that I actually must have flipped my key on it. So you, I don't really want to have to flip it to get the last one. But if you want to make it hard for people, you can. You know, all they have to do is make sure it's centered. So if they find that and it's not centered, then that's not the number. They're just going to have to figure it out that you just need to flip it over. Right? Flip the key over. So. Yeah, Judy brings up a great point saying, is there a way to identify which side goes up on your key? You could. You could put with a Sharpie up. You can engrave on it with a Sharpie up. You don't have to use acrylic. You could do, you know, wood and then just put, you know, up or top side or this side out, whatever you want to put on it, depending on how you're using your puzzle on there. So I did think about engraving that, but I kind of thought I don't really want to have, uh, I don't want it to be that easy. I want them yeah. to be able to have to, you know, think about what side is correct because they may be on the wrong side going through it and then have to figure out, oh, wait, I'm on, 
I gotta flip it over. Oh, that's true. And how howdy to Lori. Lori's joining us while listening. She says she's on her drive home from Tri Cities Coin Challenge. So mm-hmm. thank you for joining us, Lori. Um, yes, thanks for joining. I was supposed to be there this weekend, but unfortunately had a few other things to do. Oh man, it looked like they had some very cool coins there. You know, Chad, as you were doing this, like one thing that actually kind of came to my mind was the uh the Goonie Skull Key, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On, on that one and how you could even like create something like that you know potentially so if you're going for like unique shapes on that one yeah uh, you could do this there i mean that's unlimited what you can do in fact I, i'll show you a few other ways of of making this happen so i actually have <laughs> i had to remake this one because i took this as a sample just like this to the maker of it and i had a caster that was like how much for that i'll buy it from you Wow. I was just like, you know what? Thanks for coming to the event. You can have this one. Oh, man. That's so, so cool of you to do I mean, that. It literally takes like a minute and 30 seconds to to engrave and do all the stuff. And then I just got to go to the drill press. So it was no big deal. I loved it. I just told him, let me know the GC code when you put it out because I'd love to follow it. So, But this is such a simple puzzle that I really, really like uh, to yeah. do. And, you know, again, electronics. And I bet you this would get more favorite than my other ones but electronics aren't always the best way to go for puzzles and don't always get the most favorite points on there so and i think the more numbers you have the better i also did one here it's a little bit different but this one in case you didn't want to do dowels you didn't have to you could just have them line up the circles right but i really like the idea of of the dowels myself but you could have them try and line up circles if you want to and not have anything pop out because I was thinking about, you know, if I have it on a birdhouse, I don't know if I want this this protruding out from the side because then it would be obvious that it's not quite a birdhouse. Yeah. Versus something like this here. Um, so That's that cool. is an option. It's just to, you know, you could fill this in with the sharpie, the holes, and they have to line up all the whole, the circles. Yeah, or or yeah, if you posted that on the the back post of the birdhouse, so if you're approaching it from a distance. Mm-hmm. look like any normal birdhouse and you go up and you see that and uh dire Wolf says with his luck the key would find four numbers but if it got flipped over it would find four different numbers on that <laughs> so that's a little bit of thinking when you do your numbers and you're, you're putting this in you just got to make sure you're not putting them in the area but that's why i mentioned to on your description right it needs the number needs to be centered in the key because even if it lines up, but it's not centered, so say that five was like that, that's not going to be the number. You know, they'd be off, they'd be wrong, incorrect, and they, they wouldn't be able to open the lock. Um, but, you know, I worried about that too, and I was I didn't fail once yet on it. Because you have so many options, and you're putting numbers randomly. But something you have to think about, you know, it might be something before you put numbers in that you're going through with your key to make sure it cannot work. So that was another thought is is this here is just a flat one just line up the holes or the circles uh on there then um i kind of got a little crazy um crazy so we made a, a box yeah so we made a box here last this is the top of our ammo can insert our wooden ammo can insert, um from uh, a couple weeks ago the one that uh, we made. So you'd actually put a, a latch on it and a lock if you want to inside the ammo can. And then you'd have your keys. Now on here, I have four different keys, which could be eight different solutions, right? Because you can flip them. So um, I think that would work that way. Or is it still just four? Because it lines up the same. I don't remember. I think it's eight. I think I tried it all. It's eight. Um so you have to you randomly drill with your drill bit so you'd have to cut these out on a jigsaw or you could use a hole saw like a four inch hole saw that would actually give you your center hole and cut out the circle itself then you'd go back in with just a a half inch drill bit whatever size you want to use on it i went a little bit smaller on these because i it's a circle i wanted more numbers so the numbers are smaller but yeah if you went with a half inch drill bit you could just drill in holes randomly into the block, then find out what key you want to use, make your numbers in those spots, and then add a bunch of numbers. Now, the way this has to work is, um, I thought I heard something behind me. 
Yeah, um, your, your dog came in right behind uh, you <laughs> and then went back it. out through the door. So then you'd put your keys in the box. Now, to find the four-digit code, you got to get all four numbers lined up in the circles, right, in your key. So you'd put this on there, and you can spin it. You'd have to find the four, saving you all four numbers lined up. And that doesn't work, so let's go ahead and flip it this way. Trying, I'm looking at the screen at the same time. To, it's oh, easier man. to see. And it's giving me very strong rotary dial uh, vibes. <laughs> uh, so it's not that one. And you could put as many keys in there as you wanted to. Um, hopefully this isn't the right one here right away. There's the second one, but I mixed them up, so I don't know which one it is. Oh, man. Sometimes that's the best way. And Judy Vaughn was thinking the board with numbers would be inside, out of the element, so it wouldn't get wet and swell. This one here, if it was inside an ammo can box? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's why I wanted to make it, because I want to include ammo cans rather than birdhouses, because some people can hide ammo cans, most people, easier than you can put a birdhouse somewhere. So that one doesn't work that way. We'll flip it. See. I don't see it. You could put so many of these. I had so many ideas on this, and I just had to relax and be like, no, nah, better stop with my ideas. That almost, you almost get two there, almost three. And again, they have to be centered. Like almost, almost two. Okay, so that's not it. So we know this has to be it because I only made four. Okay. It's true, unless you, uh, yep, flipped it the other way. There we go. Oh, very cool. So that's your that's your four-digit code to get into the lock. So I would probably do it, you, you can either do numerically, you know, high to low or low to high, or you can just do it descending. So 3195 is probably what I would do Yeah. Um, from top to bottom. Uh, and then that would be your, you'd have a, a, a lock here inside your ammo can and put it on there. And, and again, this can, I can grab the ammo can. This box here will fit inside the ammo can and have room in the front to put your your discs or your keys in here. And something like this is super simple. I, I think this is, if I saw one of these, I would love, I would love this out in the wild. Oh man, um, this would be anybody such a can make this. You know, that's why we started, I was messing around with just making regular wooden ammo can box inserts because anybody can make this. It's super, super simple. Um, when it comes to this, you just need a dowel and a drill bit. And then you just need to be able to, if you use the hole saw as what I would recommend using, um, and if you don't know what a hole saw is, give me a second here. If you want to share the key for the next, uh, the clue for the next key, I'll Ooh, grab yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. So so thank you and congratulations. So uh, right now in regards to the keys out there in the wild, uh, key 32, the dino key that was uh, stashed somewhere on the dino mm -hmm. is still out there. Missing in action, but hope to, hopefully to be found. Key 35, uh, we still haven't received any no notification that being claimed, so that's out there. Uh, but tonight, I want to show the clue for key 36. So key 36, I hope everybody's ready for this one. This will be posted on the Cash Fest Memphis Vault after the show is over on here. Uh, but I'm going to bring up key 36 right now. So if you're taking a look at this, here is the clue for key 36. And though for the audio listeners, uh, this is a tough one to describe. This looks like maybe like some athletes out there, perhaps. Um, so, you know, on that one, you're going to have to figure it out from here. I don't know if anybody in the chat room has any, uh, suspicions or hunches of what it could be, but this again will be posted in our, uh, cash fest Memphis vault, uh, group. And if you're not a member of that, you know, certainly join, there's still a few keys left out there for cash fest Memphis on that side. So, uh, onto that one, if anybody does want to join that group. It's just uh, you can look up the Cash Fest Memphis Vault group on Facebook, and it's a public group, and all the clues will be there on that one. Great. So what I'm talking about with a hole saw here is um, 
this is what a hole size so it gives you a hole in the middle um, your pilot hole and then this will give you your circle and so this is exactly pretty much what this is here um, this this disc is a little bit this is a four and a half and this must be like a four and three quarter disc on it but if you drilled this through a piece of wood it would just be a little bit smaller or you can get a bigger hole so I think I have a I think I have a five inch as well but four and a half is probably the biggest I would go because well that would be okay you can go five but either way it's up to you um, these are probably depending on what brand you can get if you're if you're not looking at using these a lot I don't know if I'd go with a high-end brand um, depending on what you're cutting you could probably go on Amazon and get one for like ten dollars or so it wouldn't be the highest end hole saw but you know it would work um, and then you also should be able to cut through cardboard with it let me see Yeah, I was going to say, Chad, you're, you're you're off mic a little bit on that one, so a little tricky to hear on that side. But I think you were talking about you could use wood, you could use cardboard, you could do, use a lot of different materials, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound loud and clear right now. Okay. Um. Yeah, I probably should start using my cordless headset again, my wireless headset. Um. So if you wanted to make one of these as a template or how you would use it. And I'd probably put it on a drill bit. But, uh, anyways, I'll just show you here. This is definitely not going to work by hand. But you can see how it makes, it gives you your pilot hole, which would be that center hole. And it starts cutting that. And so you could actually hook a drill up and go through a piece of cardboard if you had this on something that you could drill through to make a, your template or to make your key out of wood. You could just go with some quarter inch or four mil wood. You could use acrylic. Um, they have, I don't know if the cheap roads would cut acrylic very easily, but they might, um, to make any of your keys. I don't think this one here, I'd use acrylic. I like the solid discs rather than the see-through, but honestly, I didn't cut a see-through one. So I, I don't know. I like the solid. I think it's easier to see. Um, but anyways, that's how the whole saw works. You can kind of see how it would cut through there. Yeah, and as really you were talking nice. about acrylic chat, I was almost thinking, man, you could you could do something pretty evil if you wanted to uh, do the holes not line up, but actually have UV markings on an acrylic disc on that one. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let me grab the ammo can here. This okay. goes to. And, and show the spacing. I'm going to raise the camera again here. I was going to say, is that a standard size ammo can, Chad, or is that? It's the 50 cal okay. ammo can. So, um, so we made this before. Fits inside. Again, I'd put a little block back here. Glue it all down. You'd have your little lock and shackle here. Um, you could you do a barrel lock if you want. But then this gives you plenty of room in the front to put your, your little keys, your discs in if you want to. So um, that's what I kind of made this for. Um, as you can see, this sits below. Now, when I made the ammo can insert, I made it sit plenty far below the lip of the ammo can. So anything you have protruding up will still fit. So this will shut and, and close without an issue. I would add a lock to the outside too as well just to and that i'd give to the cashier on the in the page to get into it to enter to access the cash um but if you want to make it so it's a two-step if you really want to be evil and do it, some numbers you can figure out a different number one um i was thinking i have another ammo can that has writing on it it has numbers on the outside and I was thinking you could make them download and print out one of the keys in paper and cut out the circles and oh, have to that's bring it. That's a neat idea. Um, so you could use. My first podcast, I think, in a long time I've actually sat down. But uh, so you could put it in, in this one here. and then if you did the same type of thing this is this is spaced out wrong but if you had the same thought and you had them print out 
an ammo uh, a, a key you could actually have them bring their own to do it on the outside as oh, well to really figure cool out the, the lock so this one actually has the spot for the lock on it um to figure it out and then once they get inside i always like two steps to my puzzle my geocaches yeah uh and then oh there's another puzzle so well and on the template you made for the outside I mean, you could even do like three different shapes right and call it the one the first number you know two in that different shape and then three for the third shape as well too yeah, that's a good idea. If anybody does anything like this, if you'd love to share your caches with me or if you'd like to, um, or on the show with other uh, builders, send us an email at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com with some photos. I have actually some photos from another cashier today that, that sent me some uh, stuff of their cache in Arizona, I believe it was. But uh, that's just a thought. You know, you take it from wherever you want to. Uh, from there, but that was just kind of my thought on making a pretty simple numbers cache. My other idea, now that I'm thinking about it here and I have here, wasn't sure how much time we would have, but if you're doing a birdhouse or any other thing, if you do a longer ammo can one, you could actually put three in here and have to use and only have four numbers line up. So this takes your chances from eight times um, to, what, 24? If I'm getting it correctly, right? Because you can go through this key here, this dowel, eight times by flipping it. Mm -hmm. You didn't get anything there. So now you got to go take that out and go to the center dowel and see if you can line anything up eight times. And then uh, if that didn't work, you can go to the lower dowel and try and line something up. So... Um, and I don't think I actually made a key for this. I think this is as far as I got as far as printing it out yeah. on here. But if you want to make it a little bit harder, going from eight different, and you can do as many as you want. You can make it as easy, as hard as you want. But that kind of just changes it. If you did, you know, maybe if I was doing a birdhouse and I wanted to use the discs, the idea of the discs, maybe I'd do two on one side of the birdhouse and two on the other. Um and they'd have to go through all of them. Or you could also have just to where one one number lines up. And that's your first digit or whatever. However you want to make it. Yeah. You just have to do some figuring on where it would be. So none of these really line up. Oh. Well, as, as you're talking too about that, Chad, I'm thinking like even that could be a cool multi-cache for like coordinates to another location, you know, even on there. Oh, that'd be cool to get cords to have cords out and then you have to yeah. find the correct one that lines up that's a great idea yeah for a multi. I, think, I think that would be a really cool one too hey chad one, one other question too on here i know you talked about gluing the wooden uh insert into an ammo can what kind of glue would you use on that or recommend for people if they were i would that? recommend um something i've used recently that worked good and it was not on an ammo can it was something else to metal from wood to metal is is uh Liquid nails, construction yeah. adhesive. Uh, that stuff, I can't believe how much. It tore the wood apart to pull it out. It wouldn't come off of metal, and it tore the wood apart. So um, I actually have a tube of it here. Okay. Yeah, very cool. And then a uh, comment from Tom is you could make a bazillion keys and warn people to pack a lunch. They might be at the cache for a while. That could be an <laughs> absolute great name, Tom, called Bring Your Lunch for This Cache. Love it. Oh, good, good idea. Um, so liquid nails, uh, this is a subfloor. It doesn't really matter. It's construction adhesive. Um, I think this would work just fine. Uh, I'm not sure what they used on, uh, what they were making, but this is, uh, this is what I would recommend using on okay. there. So, um, no. yeah, if somebody has an idea or a thought on how to make it, you, you know, like I said too, if you don't want to just either Sharpie numbers in or whatever, burn them in with the wood burner, anything. You could use the vinyl stickers, which I think even though they're vinyl on wood, at some point I think they would end up coming off at some point. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, these were available on Amazon fairly inexpensively. Um, and there's, I had all different types of thoughts when I was going through all these. So, um, what, what, what a great thing, because, I mean, I can tell, like, as you're doing this, like, the creative juices start to flow, like, as you're, 
kind of doing that mock-up, right? I mean, even if it's with stickers and cardboard. So, I mean, that sounds just like a great way for somebody to start to get into it. Um, hey, Chad, Direwolf asks, how did you know where to line these up before you drilled the holes? It's not like you can see through the wood to see if it's lined up. Uh, use the, the template like I was talking about. Um, oh, and he, he's referring to the uh, circular keys. Oh, the circular keys? I, I hate to say it, I did it on a CAD program. So oh, really? I, I was able to, to do it that way. But that's a good question, and let's see if we can figure it out real quick. I'm sure we can. We have the resources here. Uh, so... Yeah, sounds good. And thank you, thank you, Daryl, for asking that. Because uh, I think as people go to recreate these, it's a very important question to know how do you do that on that front. And yeah, uh, no, that's a great question. <clears throat> you know, no matter how hard I think about trying to cover everything, I always forget something. So what I would do on here is make my my hole. I think now we're we're just trying to think, think about this out loud here. And then what I'd probably do this is actually on probably a piece of cardboard or something, maybe. So I could actually line it out. You know, so if I did it on here, I'd probably draw the whole thing out. And that way I'm not wasting drawing on wood or, or whatever. So these are my, my pencils a little sharp. It's going through the cardboard. Um, so this is where our key will be. So we know these are going to be our, our regular, these are going to be our digits that we're going to use. Um, now I know if you look at this one and this one's a little bit easier. So one thing I was thinking about on these is, well, no one will know actually. So never mind. Um, most of these digits are going to be on the outer side on this disc. This is to be a random one I grabbed. So we know we're safe by putting in an eight here, right? then we'll probably be safe by putting a seven in here. You're going to find that it's very hard to make a number line up perfectly in the circle. That's not set up in your template. Um, you know, we could put a, I bet if we put a three here, it won't line up and say a four. Um, just trying to think, I'm trying to think on here where it will be uh, at. I'm going to go in here with a nine. So what I'm looking at is where these numbers are and that I'm not going to get anything in that space when I'm turning it. So I remember I put that four in there. The thing is, is the chances of the getting all four of them exactly lined up, you're probably not going to get all four lined up. That four happened to be centered. I don't know if you can see that. So, uh, but... The chance of getting whatever this one is here, that is one of the key numbers, is not going to line up at all. So this is lined up now, but this doesn't line up on this side. So it's, it's, the chances of really getting it are not that great. So I saw where this one is. And if you're really doing, you know, if this is just a, a template, you could circle this where you know that is. And then, okay, I know I could put a one here. Of course, that might line up that way. I'd probably put it over here somewhere. Yeah, and Jim Stark had a, a good comment, too. He says, instead of laser printing the numbers of or the stickers, you could actually use a wood burner hobby iron to write the numbers. Yeah, that's what I was mentioning. If you had a wood burner, you could burn it in. Yes, absolutely. I know Derek does wood burning for his things. I don't happen to have one, um, but I think that's a great idea. And it's super simple because it's like using a – if I remember right, it's almost – it's almost like using a pen. You're just burning the wood as you go. Yep. I mean, someone once mentioned to me just to use a solder iron, but I don't know if I would. I'd use an old tip on that and go Absolutely. And see how it worked. So anyways, if you kind of see, I'm just randomly putting numbers in as I go. And the chances of all four areas lining up exactly are so slim that I don't know if you'd get them all four to line up. Oh, man. And Chad, Chad, I got some really bad news. Where we played the game, Stump Chad Woodson's workshop, and I remember that one day I go, "Fuck's capacitor," and you go, "We have it." Soccer, soccer axe, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Said, write it down. Chad doesn't have one, so we did find a tool that you do not have. Was a flux capacitor a tool? Well, no, no, no. I have a lot of tools. He 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 says for a uh, uh, wood burner hobby tool. Oh uh, yes, yes, 
Oh, you tool. do have one. Okay. No, no, no. I don't have a wood burner. You're right. Oh my god. Okay. Tool. No, you're 100 right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, That's so, B and J Bish says, was that a tool Chad doesn't have? It's been confirmed. Yep. I do not yeah. have a wood burning tool. Yeah, and Tom. Oh my god. Yeah, Chad. Chad does not have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I have other tools that do that work. Okay. Just not, okay. Not what? Not that exact tool. Not that exact tool. Yeah. And I don't think I'm willing to go buy one. Oh man, and PNJ Best Gen says, "Wow." And Derek missed it. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Really. It's usually. Is it tools? That, yeah, I guess it is. It's anything, it is. pretty much. In fact, I was going to go back on some of the other podcasts, the earlier ones, where I do have the flex capacitor behind me. Oh man. Just to show people, because honestly, I looked for it the other day, and I was like, I don't know where I put it. I don't remember what I did. With it. <laughs> It was one that I, I I took it down because I didn't like it. And I wanted to rebuild it. And I started, I have the 3D printed parts for it. And yeah. I can find those, but I can't find the flex capacitor itself. So oh, I'm man. stumped on where that is. Yeah. Oh, oh. and Tom Brotherman says the bigger news than any beans Gary could ever spill on that front. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, if, if uh, Dire Wolf was talking about the circular key, um, so I randomly just put numbers in there, and you're not going to find anything. I should have done it with a Sharpie, but you're not going to find anything that lines all four of them up except for on my key that I have. So you'd have to go through all, all of your discs and see, but I, I tell you, the chances of getting them all lining up is very, very slim. So anyway, in, in uh, you can do it on paper. You can do it on a piece of wood for your template, you know, or for your test piece, however you want to make it happen. But it's a fun little puzzle that's super simple to make. I think anybody can make it, if you ask me. Um, you just need, you know, some kind of way of making your template. So um, this you would need some sort of uh, uh, saw for. Uh, making the triangle one. Uh, now, some of my newer triangle ones, this is this one. I actually made one where it was way off center, the, the circle, the key circle, um, for a different puzzle. I'm trying to think what I did it. I don't know what I did with it. But anyway, um, but uh, you need uh, a jigsaw, you know, table saw something to cut this with you could round the corners on a sandpaper so if you wanted to have rounded corners uh and you're just cutting acrylic by itself you know one tool that i is one of my biggest my one of my best tools in the shop is this piece of quarter inch wood glued down and i just glue down sandpaper to it um and so i could sit here and actually round over the tool the corner of the tool if i was wanting to um to make that circle um, and then just drill these in with a drill bit, um, using <clears throat> whatever size bit you want. Now the circle could be any size. I think this is a one inch circle here. Uh, and the, these are, I think, uh, um, not 100% sure. 15 sixteenths or something like that. Um, or five sixteenths, I think just so there's a little bit of wiggle room in the dowel. Um, but if you want to make it super simple, um, and you had a hole saw, um, you could just make a bunch of discs with a hole saw because you'd already pre, pre-cut your center circle and it will cut your outside. And then all you have to use is a, a half inch drill bit or whatever you want to drill out these individual holes here. Uh, and then of course sand it, whatever you want to do to it. So, um, and the wood's easy to act, put on the outside is as, as far as, you know, outside if you want to do that. But I think the point is having it as two-sided um, template or key so you don't know what side it is on there. And you can make as many of these as you want. So this was really easy because you could just randomly put holes in. Or what I did was uh, trying to remember how I did mine. I think I moved three holes and then made that template and then moved the other and moved the one I didn't move and another two. And so some of the holes would line up so it would be it wouldn't look too random or too obvious, I think is what I did. But anyway, super simple. If you make one, 
please share it with us. We'd love to share it with everybody else and just see the creation you come up with. Yeah. You know, man, Chad, I think a lot of great ideas uh, were out there, and I think a lot of people are thinking good things. Uh, Die Wolf said he likes tonight's project. He doesn't need to be an electrician to make this. He only needs to cut squares, though. But he's pretty sure he can make a square key. So, yeah, absolutely. And these are available. I think these are like five or six dollars at Home Depot um, with the drill bit, I believe it is. Uh, and then you can buy the package of, of another box of dowels. Again, I think it's five or six dollars. You can probably go on to Amazon and get it even cheaper, delivered to your door. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's super simple. That's all the tools you need a drill and. Uh, you know, pen and marker and whatever you got to do to make your template. Yeah. Judy Vaughn says she wants to make a number cache now. Yeah. Her geocaching nice. name is Math Seeker. So, yeah. Awesome, Judy. And if you do, please let us know. And again, we'd love to see it and we'd love to share it out there. It's just, uh, you know, the, the creativity of the geocaching community is just amazing. And we know a lot of people can do this. And, uh, and thank you, MacGyver and Flo, for joining us tonight on this one as well, too. So my idea, honest idea for this one was actually to give it away tonight, as long as you're willing to pay for uh, the shipping on it, um, and I'll include a template, a key with it, um, if you want. Um, what I would do is send us an email. I would, I was going to have Derek run. You don't know how to run a, one yeah. of those wheels, do you? Yeah, we can do that, Chad. Or we could do it next, next show. It's up to you. No, I got the wheel ready. Let me... Okay. Uh, let me do. So, what were they putting in hashtag something or setting it Sorry, up? I should have right mentioned now. this to you earlier. Oh, it's all good. So, the uh, hashtag to use for tonight is hashtag numbers. So, go ahead and put in hashtag numbers on here, and you'll be eligible to uh, win this giveaway that Chad will be putting out there. So, uh, Tom Brotherman, uh, nice, nice try, buddy. Send it to Tom on that one. <laughs> Appreciate it. And uh, Direwolf says, heck yeah, I'll pay shipping. But yeah, go go ahead and please put in numbers. We have eight entries right now and 28 people on. So uh, we'll give this a few minutes. And uh, to Do we want to share the clue for the key again? Just to... Absolutely. Let's share that while people are putting that in. So again, here's the uh, clue for key 36 on this one. So for our audio listeners, it seems to be people in some sporting jerseys on here, too. Some athletes on this side as well, too. So this is for uh, GTN, the key 36 for the Cash Fest Memphis Vault. And this clue also will be posted in the Cash Fest Memphis Vault uh, Facebook group after the show is over tonight on that front. And it looks like we're up to uh, 15. So uh, please put in numbers on there. And uh, Hugh McLeod, you're actually going to have to put in hashtag numbers and spell it out. And uh, don't, don't, don't put a space in there, Hugh, because uh, uh, that may throw a curveball in it as well, too. And, uh, oh, man, if uh, GCD SK11 wins, they're going to actually be in Seattle next week. Actually, I think he sent me an email, and I've been meaning to reply to him, and I forgot. Um, shoot me an email again. I believe he wanted to, to hang out or find some caches together. So uh, awesome. shoot me another email and we'll we'll uh, hook up at some point and find some caches or take a look at the shop, whatever you want to do. Okay. And I think uh, we're getting close to uh, last call. So <laughs> Gary. Oh, man. What did Gary put in? Uh, well, those are some numbers, Gary. We will yep. give you that on that front. They may not be the winning numbers, but they are numbers, sir. So uh, last call to put in for uh, uh, hashtag numbers. We got 20 people submitted on here, and we have uh, at least 28 people right now in the live stream. So what we'll do is we'll go ahead and we'll pull this one up on this side. So uh, give me a moment to share the screen on here. Okay. And we're going to see. So last call on here for hashtag numbers. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to draw it right now. So it's going through, going through on here. We're going to see who it's going to end up on, who's going to win the numbers prize on this one. And Kathleen Coville on this nice. one. So congratulations, congratulations, Kathleen. 
and uh, Kathleen for this one to let us know who the winner is. Uh, please send, or actually, Kathleen, please send us an email to gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com, and then we'll make the arrangements to send you the prize on that side. Yes. And then one more thing. If you're going to Cash Fest, you didn't have a chance, you didn't make it on the list for the Great Gadget Build-Off on Friday night with Derek and myself, um, I would suggest uh, showing up anyway, because if we get some no-shows, we're only going to give them you know, a limited time to get there if they don't show up. Uh, and then we're going to be throwing people in their spots. So make sure if you did make the sign up, show up on time or be geocached and show up 15 minutes early. Um, and uh, if you didn't make it on, show up uh, and just see if you happen to get in on one of the places, uh, into one of the slots if we have no shows, if we do. And it'll be first come, first serve. So the first person there who is not signed up will be the first person to go into an empty slot. Oh, man. I got to tell you, Chad, I am so excited for that one. Me too. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. Can't wait to see that one. I know I'm not going to participate in the build-off. I just I just can't wait to sit back, see all the creativity, see people brainstorming. And, we will um, have a laser cutter there, so uh, wow. we can make some fun stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's just amazing who signed up for it already. You know, it's really kind of like a who's who of gadget builders out there. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little jealous because part of me wants to jump in, but... You know, oh, I, I also enjoy watching people, what they're building. And there's no reason why Derek and I can't give any suggestions or anything like that either. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. The whole event is going to be amazing. Oh, man. I know last year was just so much fun. And and then the Sunday of the event or Saturday, Sunday, Saturday after the event, you'll find out where next year's is, which is going to be an amazing place. So you don't want to miss it. Awesome. Awesome. Chad, any uh, closing thoughts you'd like to share for tonight? Yeah, no. Uh, just to make sure, congratulations, Kathleen. Send your email, gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, and again, thanks, John, for filling in for Derek uh, on, you know, last minute. You know, unfortunately, things happen and, you yeah. know, we can't get on. It's not the end of the world. So um, you were able to jump on right away and fill in. I appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. We'll see everybody in. I'm not sure if we will have our next show or if we'll be in Memphis. I think that's two weeks away. So um, take a look at the show lineup here on when we'll be on next. Yeah, we'll take a look. And yeah, thank you, Chad. I, I had an absolute blast every time I'm a Gadget Talk. I just have so much fun. And uh, I leave the show with so many more ideas of cool things to do. So, so thank you for that. Really appreciate that. But uh, take care, everybody, and uh, have a good night. Good night, everybody.